1: Welcome to the Eric Erickson Show podcast, Hour 3. Hello, America. Welcome. I hope wherever you are, you're having a great day. The phone number here, 877-973-7425. If you want to be on the program tonight, uh, I get together with, well, 50 of my closest friends who I don't know and let them drink my bourbon. Um, Is part of a fundraiser I had for Children's Healthcare of Atlanta here in Atlanta uh, they come in. My buddy Ryan Lane, master master chef, barbecuer that he is, is gonna serve up his award-winning food. And uh, I brought select bottles of my bourbon collection, and I got a couple of ryes in there. The Whistle Pig 18 is in there um, for people to have. So I'm I'm in studio today to let people drink my bourbon, who gave lots of money to Children's Healthcare of Atlanta. Now. I want to talk about a non political topic, um, and it, it's one that many of you are dealing with, depending on where you live in the country right now. You can't watch ESPN. Um, what is it, Charter or AES Spectrum? They've taken all of Disney's products off. So ABC, um, ABC Family uh the the fx uh espn they're all gone i want to this this is a topic that fascinates me and, and the main reason it fascinates me is because you and i can look at the world we have right now when it comes to entertainment on televisions and realize there's a, a semblance of a better place, but this is not it. This is some sort of like purgatory, if not hell. And both sides, I think, the cable TV providers and the um, the content providers are hurting all of us. For example, have you all tried to watch your favorite baseball team lately? The amount of times like so I just full disclosure, right? So I have a direct TV package. Because oftentimes you can't get into the streaming um platforms without having a cable uh subscription. Otherwise you gotta buy stuff, which I don't want to do, so I keep my direct TV package. But I've also now got YouTube TV. And the amount of stuff like there's there's FUBU, which is another one that I had for a while. I moved to YouTube because of the football package. They've got the Sunday football package. Fubu doesn't. Um, and it's y'all, it's a it's a mess. It is an absolute mess. And if I want to try to watch a Braves game, I got to have a Bally Sports package. And, and these regional sports networks are collapsing. You've got the Pac-12 becoming the Pac-2, and then the Pac-10 doing. The, the, you got the ACC uh, getting all sorts of teams from the West Coast. It's it's none of it makes sense anymore. And it's all about the Benjamins. I mean, the Jews aren't even involved, to quote Ilhan Omar. <laughs> I it's it's absurd it's genuinely absurd what's going on with this this uh, digital stuff now and I just I kept thinking like Apple at some point is gonna gonna solve this problem and they're not YouTube TV for a lot of people I think solves the problem in that you have an internet package from your cable TV provider And then you get your TV from YouTube, and it looks like cable, but you can also watch shows out of order. Non-linear television, they tell you. But Disney right now doesn't like what uh, Spectrum wants. And it seems like it makes a lot of sense. So here's, here's the reality. If you have a cable television package... Your cable television provider is probably also your internet provider. Your cable television provider who gives you your internet doesn't need the cable TV anymore, though they provide it. It still makes them a lot of money. But they could just – they've already laid the lines. They can give you your internet. They don't have to give you TV. In fact, they stop giving you TV. It frees up bandwidth for them to give you better internet. But the content providers, they need the cable companies because the content providers haven't strung the lines. They don't own the Internet. They, they can't give you your Netflix or your Disney Plus without the cable company providing you the Internet. So Charter, which owns Spectrum, um, they've they've – decided to take off ESPN, ABC, and other networks. This is from the Wall Street Journal. Charter communication subscribers were caught in the middle of a philosophical fight between the cable giant and Disney, parent company of ESPN, ABC, and other networks. Disney-owned networks on Thursday went dark for customers of Charter Spectrum cable systems, which have nearly 15 million video subscribers around the country, including New York and Los Angeles. As a result, sports fans who are Charter subscribers are losing access to college football and to the U.S. Open. And the National Football League season is about to begin. ESPN's Monday Night Football starts September 11th. Other channels no longer available to charter include ABC-owned TV stations, the cable networks FX, Disney Channel, Freeform, and National Geographic. Now, what's notable here is if you get charter internet, you can get YouTube TV and you can still watch ESPN on YouTube TV. But if you get your cable TV from Charter, you can't watch it. Now, forever, ESPN was the dominant force. And ESPN essentially came about because uh, RCA, back in the 1970s, bought a satellite routing package that could transmit television streams anywhere in the country. And a group of guys in Connecticut wanted to do a Connecticut sports program that they could put in all the households in Connecticut and take advantage of cable. And the RCA guys said, hey, you know, you could actually put this everywhere in every household in the country. And ESPN went out and they signed deals with the NCAA and others for cheap. And then they signed a massive advertising deal with Anheuser-Busch. Nobody really understood what they were doing until SportsCenter debuted in every household in America at the same time, not in delay. And minds were blown. And suddenly anyone anywhere in the country could watch sporting events on ESPN, which got a monopoly on them. And – ESPN could make its demands on cable companies and cable companies would pay ESPN because cable companies would get subscribers because people wanted to come watch sports. The problem is the greed of so many of the, of the um, sporting platforms and, and the, the college athletic conferences and the major league teams now, they've bifurcated this and it's become very complicated now to even watch sports on the internet and, and on TV. You've got blackouts. You've got games, you have to have specialized access, and it's made the whole situation worse. Not only that, but there are so many competitors to ESPN. Now, ESPN is not as dominant as it once was. Disney is trying to look for some sort of financial partner to help it with ESPN. So Charter can survive without ESPN at this point because it can just provide you the Internet. It doesn't have to provide you TV channels you don't want. Disney, however needs Charter to provide internet. They actually, to some degree, need each other. What Charter has proposed is that Disney can't put their best stuff online. See, uh, Bob Iger, the CEO of Disney, has suggested he's going to start putting the best ESPN content online. Uh, It's no longer going to be provided on the cable channel, and that's going to force you to get a Disney Plus subscription. After you get your Disney Plus subscription, your Paramount Plus subscription, your Apple TV Plus prescription, your HBO Max, CNN Max subscription, your AMC subscription, your God knows what else subscriptions, you're going to be paying as much as your cable bill. And the content's going to be even more segregated, more divided, more difficult to access. What Charter has proposed to Disney – is that you put all that content back on Charter. So Disney puts Hulu on Charter. Disney puts Disney Plus on Charter. And so Charter can give you your streamed linear television like we've always known, but also give you all this other stuff at a discount. The problem is Disney can't then charge you so much. This is from Moffat Nathanson. For Charter, the uncomfortable truth is that it just doesn't matter all that much. Yet they probably do still make money on video, but not much, and they recognize linear video is going to be rapidly declining a line of service under even the most optimistic scenario. So the issue is arguably nothing more than when, not if, video goes away. Charter's already established a referral capacity for customers to switch them to YouTube TV or FUBU. Notably, the first NFL Monday night game on ESPN – Feature two Spectrum market teams, the New York Jets and Buffalo Bills. To handle a potential rush of customers anxious about missing the game, Charter's preparing a one-touch QR code that would not only create a new YouTube TV or FUBU subscription, but would also downgrade from a Spectrum video bundle with a single click. Disney may learn the hard way that it's tough to win a negotiation with a counterparty that has nothing to lose. In other words, Charter's willing to roll everybody out of Charter and into YouTube and into FUBU so that you can still watch these football games that you're otherwise not going to watch on ESPN. It may be uncomfortable for Charter, but for Disney, they're going to lose a lot of subscriber revenue that Charter's been paying them, and Disney takes that subscriber revenue and produces the premium content for Disney+. Plus. It seems to make sense that we get out of this purgatory by the nonlinear channels, the Disney Pluses, the Paramount Pluses, the Hulus doing all this premium content that none of us can actually watch together to bundle them all back on cable. The cable companies are better suited than almost anyone to do this rebundling. Think of a streaming bundle now that instead of including the Food Channel and and CNN and Fox News and CNBC and the local ABC CBS NBC a village that instead it has Netflix, HBO Max, Disney+, Paramount+, Peacock, all the others available for a price that's less than some the of their parts. Owning the customers may be less important than simply having more customers, particularly those customers are much less likely to churn in and out of the services. After all, it's one of the advantages of a bundle. Instead of your streaming service needing to produce compelling content every single month, you just work as a team to keep customers on board with Total Bundle. So if this month nothing's good on Disney+, Plus, well, that's okay. You got Netflix. Next month you go to Peacock. You watch their stuff. What Charter's proposing is that there are people who watch – Traditional TV still and Disney Plus, so give charter bundling rights. That would hurt some of Disney's revenue. It's a difficult topic. You're probably somewhat confused by me explaining this, but you understand that we have a problem here. You have all these streaming content providers and you still have linear television. And if you want to watch sports, it's easier on the linear television where you have stuff that's on from two to five, five to seven, seven to nine, whatever. And you watch it all the way through. You can record and go back and watch, but it's there in real time. And with streaming services, it's just always there. Maybe like the uh, new Ahsoka uh, show on Disney+, Plus, which is actually very good, by the way. It comes on Tuesday night at 9 p.m. That's when they drop it. But then you can watch it on your own time frame. The other problem here, and this is the larger problem, is that uh, television has always been the great water cooler. Conversation. Game of Thrones on HBO, not everybody had it, but everybody could watch it on the same night. It was a huge draw, and the next day people talked about it. The big TV show back in the day when it was just linear television and not these premium cable packages, who shot JR in 1980? The biggest topic of all, the major cliffhanger. That was actually one of the first times a cliffhanger was done on television. Who shot JR? And everybody talked about it, and everybody tuned in at the beginning of the next season of Dallas can't do that anymore nobody watches the same shows nobody watches them at the same time it's made it very difficult to build community around something that was so communal except for sports and now they've broken sports The cable providers and the content providers are going to have to figure this out because all of us are losing. We're losing the idiomatic conversations we have about sports and and the things on TV. We're losing this this time together to watch our favorite teams, and the teams themselves are losing eyeballs and fans because nobody knows where to go. It's all super complicated. The internet has made all of our lives more difficult in this respect. It seems like the content guys and the cable guys are going to have to come together at some point. And give us some new version of cable television like we've always had, with just access to different stuff. I am a small businessman. The company that I run for my radio show, it's a small business. I've got employees. I don't have HR. You may be in that situation, and you may really need HR. Well, You may want to talk to Bambi. When running a business, your employees can create all sorts of interesting situations and they could get you in trouble. What happens when two employees are squabbling? One of them smells bad all the time. What do you do? How do you navigate the rules? With Bambi, you get access to your own dedicated HR manager starting at just $99 a month. They're available by phone, email, real-time chat. Onboarding and terminations run smoothly. Team members reach peak performance. Your business stays compliant with changing HR regulations. Let Bambi handle your employees for you. Their HR autopilot automates important HR practices like setting policies, training, and feedback. Listen, you want US based HR managers who give you experience, expertise, a personal touch you need to make it seem like they're a part of your team. They could cost 80 grand a year, but Bambi starts at $99 a month. Schedule your free conversation today to see how much Bambi can take off your plate. Go to Bambi.com right now. Type in Eric Erickson under podcast when you sign up. It'll help you. It'll help your company grow. It'll help you keep peace of mind. It's spelled B-A-M-B-E-E, bam, B-E-E.com, Bambi.com. Type in Eric Erickson. Hello there. Welcome. It is Eric Erickson here. Be patient with the phones. I'll get to you after the break. Uh, There is a story in the Washington Post that I find hilariously delightful. You know they've banned the incandescent light bulb officially now. You're not allowed to buy them. You get fined by – actually, you know, according to the left, um, it's not actually banning the light bulb. So they say that a book that you can't put in an elementary school that's pornography is actually banning the book. But a light bulb, you're not allowed to buy it at a store without being fined. That's not actually a ban. You can buy it. Just you and the grocery store get fined for it. Really, that's what they're saying here. Remember, they believe controlling words controls reality. Uh, Well, now that the incandescent light bulb is finally banned and you're not allowed to buy them, the Washington Post has a story about how uh, LED bulbs are causing problems, including uh, their use at night is polluting skies, interfering with sleep patterns, and new research shows that uh, too much exposure to the uh, blue light emitted by a lot of LEDs at night can cause cancer. Uh, so they've they've gone from the incandescent light bulb to the LED and now it's ruining night skies, causing night pollution and, and causing health patterns. Um, common types of LED bulbs contain higher proportions of bluer wavelengths, which can affect people's nighttime patterns. They disrupt our circadian rhythms, lower the performance of our immune systems, and increase the occurrences of certain diseases, including cancer. People need to understand LED lights are being installed everywhere, not just street lights, but they're blasting up in all directions, says Jim White, senior energy efficient engineer with Chellin County Public Utility District, which helps install the LED transition, and it's causing so much light pollution now. It's wrecking the ability to see stars at night and keeping people up past their bedtime and causing all sorts of problems. Oh, the best laid plans of the environmentalists. The, the, the greenies want no responsibility for their decisions and they just keep screwing things up. Keep that in mind. Keep in mind Vision computers that can help you upgrade your computer life. If you need a computer, laptop or desktop for your home or office, they can build it for you, the hardware, and then service the software and the hardware for you and save you money. So let me, I I focus on home and you know, my son calls Vision. We got a computer for them and it's fantastic. They built it for him as a gaming PC, got two monitors set up. It's, It's a sweet setup for him. He loves it. He's also now doing his homework and stuff on it. But if you're if you're a small business owner, you need computers for your office. Vision can build you the computers and then they can be your IT department. So instead of having a guy come on site, having to pay somebody to come fix stuff, every one of your employees gets Vision's number, they can call Vision and Vision can troubleshoot their computers, they can remote in, fix things. Um and they can they can help you anywhere in the nation. Their phone number is 404 compute. You can call them nationwide at 404 compute or you can go to visioncomputers.com, visioncomputers.com. If you call them at 404 Compute, you can ask about the Eric Erickson special. If you ask about the Eric Erickson special, they give you a better deal and save you more money. If you don't have vision, but you want their tech support, you can even pay them to do that. 404 Compute, call them today. Ask about the Eric Erickson special. Hello there. Welcome. It is Eric Erickson here. I am standing. Uh, Clark Howard would be proud of me who, Gave me my standing desk to make me stand more. I So I, I, you know, it's been a week since I was able to go to the gym. I did play golf like four days in a row, but I wasn't able to get to the gym. My schedule's been insane, and I went yesterday and had this awful, awful exercise, and My legs, my hamstrings are so tight right now. My goodness, not that you care. I want to answer a question that I got. We had a caller. He dropped off. um, But I've also gotten like five or six emails from people asking the same thing. What about a la carte pricing for cable? You know, the whole shift to streaming cable was about the a la carte. Get what you want. The problem is it doesn't work out well for you. Why? Let me explain this one to you. So if you get the Warner package. You get CNN, and you get, what, Food Network, and you, you get a bunch of other channels. You get the Discovery Channel, I think, uh, TLC, CNN, all that stuff. Some of it you want, some of it you don't. Some of it you don't want. But you get way more channels, but really you're only paying for the big ones that you want. with With Disney, for example, you get... Uh, the family channel, ABC Family Channel. You get uh, FX. You get uh, Fox Sports. You get ESPN, ESPN2, maybe ESPN3. Maybe you get uh, the regional sports channel, the ACC Network or SEC Network, something like that. Um, And you're really not paying for all of those channels. You're, You're paying for the ones most people want. The others just come with the package. So if you... Get a la carte, say, I just want I just want Fox News and ESPN, and I want my local ABC C B S and NBC and, and PBS, which you gotta be given which pretty much given away for free because you get them over air. Your cable bill would actually be extraordinarily high. Now, if it's just you want three channels and that's it, you want Fox News and ESPN and that's it. You're gonna be paying a premium, you won't pay your cable bill of 50, 60, 70, 80, 90, 100 dollars, but you will be paying more per channel than you would if they're part of a package. By adding the packages together, you actually save money to custom build your package and say, I just want CNN, and MSNBC and Fox News and CNBC because I'm a news junkie, so I want all four, and add in Bloomberg so I can get the business news, I get left, right, and center, and then I want ESPN, ESPN2, and I want the Food Channel, and uh, maybe I want BBC to watch the British channels, uh, and I want FX because there's a show there that I like. You're actually going to be paying more money. A la carte in our head makes sense, I pick and choose, but we forget the underlying cable package is – You're charging less overall, and getting a lot of these channels. They would charge you more, so you wind up losing money. And we're seeing the this a la carte packaging come about in streaming services. If you want uh, Netflix, you're paying twelve to fifteen bucks. You want Disney Plus without ads, you're paying twelve to fifteen bucks. You want Hulu, you're paying a premium on Disney if you want it as part of it, or you're paying separate. You want Peacock for NBC um, stuff, you're paying a premium, and ultimately you're paying the same that you're paying for cable. I'm paying so much for different streaming services now, in addition to having a linear television cable package. A la carte, in your head and my head, makes sense, but when the cable channels and the content providers value it, breaking them apart to just the channels you want winds up costing you, the consumer, more. It sounds counterintuitive, but it's the way the math works because uh, you're able to divide the costs of the channels much more than otherwise. And so a la carte doesn't actually work well financially for consumers, even though we think it does. There's got to be something better, though. Like, you can see we're headed in a good direction. Think about all of the cool content that you get in streaming. So, you know the reason I keep Netflix? There's only one show I really like to watch on Netflix. It's not The Crown. I do like the Dave Chappelle stand-up, but I love Somebody Feed fill. Somebody Feed Phil, Phil Rosenthal, who was the creator of Everybody Loves Raymond, he does this show on Netflix. It was on PBS for a while. It's better on Netflix. called Somebody Feed Phil. And he goes to some random city in the world and explores the food scene. And he's deeply funny and kind and meets very wonderful people. And you discover cuisines and because I grew up traveling the world and was a picky eater at the time, I can go back through and look at stuff now that I'm more of an – have more of an expansive palate than I did as a kid and like, man, that sounds really good. Or some of it's like, oh, I remember that when I was a kid. I had that food when I was a kid. Uh, it's just – it's it's. I love the show. He's funny. I love it. And then the stand-up on Netflix is great. But otherwise, I don't like Netflix. I don't like most of what's on Netflix. There, there are like three or four things I like. Uh, but I keep it. my my son has Netflix is worthless to him. He's like, I can't believe you subscribe to it, Dad. But then on Disney plus, the Mandalorian and Ashoka, uh the the Disney or the the Star Wars stuff and the Marvel stuff, the Marvel stuff I can get the movies on iTunes, but the the TV shows. but now like they're bringing back on Netflix. The other reason I like Netflix for so long is that you had Daredevil was on there. uh, Daredevil's a fantastic show. you now get it on Disney plus. But then. Beyond that, like if you want to watch The Office, you got to have Peacock. If you want to watch The Office now, they took it off Netflix. You got to have Peacock to watch It and Friends. I we've got Peacock. I can't tell you the last time I watched it, and I've never actually seen a full season of The Office. Don't shoot me. I know I have to. I just haven't yet. I watch Seinfeld repeats. Um, And then like there's the Paramount stuff. You want to watch Star Trek because I like Star Trek and it is Star Wars. You got to have Paramount. And you get all this other stuff on Paramount too, but it's just it's so convoluted. Where we are is so convoluted at the moment. And then of course there's Amazon Prime. If you want to watch the um, Jack Reacher stuff, you got to have Amazon. If you want to watch the uh, Tom Clancy stuff, you got to have Amazon. Uh, they've got a, a number of other shows on Amazon. Some of them aren't like, the Wheel of Time show. I've tried to watch it. The, the Lord of the Rings was they kind of suck. They're not very good. And then of course there's Apple TV Plus, which I don't know that Apple TV Plus has a bad show. Not everybody likes everything. I, I thus far haven't seen a show I haven't liked. I've kind of gone out of the morning show, but it's good. I've been watching Foundation. It's not fantastic. It was kind of built up as this Game of Thrones thing, but it's not that, but it's good. Um now Invasion I've started watching. Um there, there there's 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 so many good uh there there's slow horses on Apple TV. The language is terrible. It's a British show, language is terrible, but slow horses on Apple TV plus it's got Gary Oldman, who I adore. It is a fantastic British show about the uh, intelligence community screw ups. It's drama, comedy. It's fantastic. Slow horses. Um, they've just got great show. But you got to get all these things, and it, it then that doesn't even include the sports packages. You want ESPN? Okay, now you got to get the Bally Sports package for other stuff. Uh, now, what what else do you need? Do you have to have uh, FS1, Fox Sports 1? You got to have that to watch some sports because it's, the, it, it's so much easier to put it all on a cable package, bundle it all together, save us all money. But nobody does that. The one thing we don't need is the government getting involved. And I'm afraid if the cable channels and the um, if the cable channels and the content providers can't get their act together, some Biden administration official is going to screw it all up for us. And that would be the worst of all worlds, is having them screw it all up. And you can see it probably is coming at some point. And I'm sure they'll try to do a push for net neutrality again, which would be absolutely terrible. Now, we got other stuff we need to talk about. Believe it or not, Joe Biden has decided to restrict oil production in this country yet again. He's decided to cancel all existing oil and gas leases in ANWR, the Arctic National Wildlife Refuge, and is proposing new regulations for the National Petroleum Reserve in Alaska uh, that is very oil-rich but ecologically vulnerable that would make it more costly and more expensive for a future Republican administration to get the oil. This is absurd that we've gotten to this point. Opponents of the project say it would harm arctic communities and it would release greenhouse gas emissions. Let me put this in perspective for you. This is such a good visual and it's so accurate. It really actually is a very accurate description. Have you ever seen a normal first class size postage stamp? It comes on a letter. You know, so there's this thing called the mail. It's not electronic, it's it's like on paper. And there are these people called mailmen and mailwomen, postal workers. They show up in in vehicles and they drop stuff in mailboxes. And on all of the stuff that's in letters, the number 10 envelopes, there's a little stamp on it. You have to have a stamp on it to get it in the mailbox because the government monopoly on delivering the mail in the Constitution of the United States. The first class postage stamp. So visualize a first-class postage stamp, not a commemorative stamp that's a big size, but the standard first-class postage stamp. Now, visualize putting that first-class postage stamp in the middle of a football field. You got me? You with me? A first-class postage stamp that is placed in the middle of an NFL-sized Regulation sized football field. Do you have that visual in your head now? A postage stamp in the middle of a football field? That postage stamp is the footprint of the allowable area for oil exploration within the Arctic National Wildlife Refuge. The Arctic National Wildlife Refuge is the size of the football field. The area the government said you could drill in is the size of the postage stamp. And that's too much for the Biden administration and the Greens. Concurrent to that, Saudi Arabia and Russia have announced they're restricting until December their oil production. I don't know if you know this or not, but diesel prices have skyrocketed again. Gas prices at the pump have skyrocketed again. You know those prices go into your food prices. Food prices are going to go back up because energy prices have gone back up because gas prices have gone back up. It's the logical consequence of an administration that's hostile to fossil fuels. We're not going to get over fossil fuels. You, you, you Greens do understand this, right? We're not all going to move to batteries. You can't convert the military to batteries. The tanks aren't going to run on battery power. The tractors of America aren't going to be very efficient on battery power. They're going to be slow, need recharging. You're going to have to have more of them. They're too expensive. The farmers are going to get stuck in the field under the weight of them. It's not going to work well for you. You you do understand that, right? You you do understand I hope you understand greens, and yet this is still what you want. This is what the Biden administration wants, and it's going to raise prices on everyone. Alaska is dependent on the oil revenue as well. It produces the fourth most oil of any U.S. state, but production's been in decline there as well, thanks to governmental policies. By the way, you should also know that many of the uh, Alaskan natives, the Native Americans, the Eskimos... The American Indians, whatever you want to call them, they actually like the oil production, although the lobbyists claim they don't. But they actually do because it provides them jobs and steady income. It also provides them energy with which to stay warm. And Biden is pooping on all of it because the environmentalists want him to do it. This is absurd. And it also, by the way, makes us more dependent on foreign governments that do not have our back. Saudi Arabians and the Russians, the Iranians, they don't have our back. And Biden is making us more dependent on them when we could be completely energy self-sufficient with abundance and lower prices. Our prices would go down if we did this production. The prices are a futures market. You allow the future production, you bring the prices down in the real world now. But Biden won't do that because he's being held hostage to the Greens and agrees with them. He thinks we've all got to go to batteries, which we're not going to do. This doesn't make any sense. We need a Republican majority in the Senate that uh, has a filibuster-proof majority, so they can undo this or put something in reconciliation that actually would make it financially lucrative. You put it in reconciliation, and uh, suddenly you're producing more energy, and the government's getting more royalties from oil. There's a way to do this when the Republicans take back the Senate, but can't Republican candidates? You got to take back the Senate. This sort of stuff matters. You got to start thinking about these things because we need the oil. Greetings, welcome. It's Eric Erickson here. The phone number, well, you don't need it because it's too late to call in anyway. <laughs> All right. Um I need to tell you some good news. I, you know, I, I hesitate to tell good news these days because I, you know perversely, I found that when you start telling people good news that things aren't so bad, people start yelling at you to make sure you know that they're miserable and everything is terrible, which is a a, a post-COVID sign. But in any event, this is good news. The U.S. dollar has extended its gains. The currency said the longest rally in years. The economic strength uh, actually is um, good for us, and it is causing us to outpace uh, the Chinese market and the European markets. It's easier for American money to flow through the world, and, and countries that we're trying to divest from the U.S. dollar are having a harder time doing it because our currency is so lucrative. This is good. We should be able to leverage it. Unfortunately, and this is the bad news, we have a dementia patient in the White House who can't really leverage uh, the the economy to be able to get anything good done, and the middle class is still suffering, uh, which is which is a problem, and these people don't seem to understand it. Now, as a random aside— I just I, – I need to, to, to vent for a moment. We, we've had all this stuff with COVID. Like I always mentioning, if, if you tell people good news that things aren't as bad as it may seem, they get very mad. People right now are miserable. I de- like I mentioned the other day, I did a monologue on how decline is a choice. Democrats have chosen to decline, but the nation really isn't overall in decline. We're actually still doing very well. It's just Democrats, Their doom and gloom, nightmare scenarios, and, and – The spiritual issues we're dealing with make it seem like people got so mad. No, no, no. We're in decline. You just don't see it. We're actually in terrible decline. We're in decline. Not, not, not based on the data. Yes, we have problems. And yes, I think there are spiritual problems in the country beyond political problems, but we're actually doing better than everybody else. But people want to be miserable. And it's, it's post COVID since 2020, people have made a conscious choice. They want to be miserable and they want everyone else to be miserable. And there's something else happening out there as well, and I thought it was just me. I am not the best driver on the planet, but I stand head and shoulders above so many people I see on the road now, and I don't know what happened after COVID. My wife was talking about this. She rides a Harley, and so she's even more mindful of the horrible drivers out there that she has to see all the time on the road. She got new pipes. They call them neighbor haters. They're loud pipes on her motorcycle and the reason she did it is because the number of cars where the people are just so oblivious that they don't even recognize and she can rev her engine and they got to hear that there's a motorcycle nearby. I I am just flabbergasted by the horrible drivers. I nearly got run into a retaining wall by an 18 wheeler yesterday. I was on my way to the office and the 18 wheeler like I am beside the 18 wheeler and he turns his blinker on And I begin to accelerate because I know he wants to get over, and I'm trying to help him out. And he begins to merge into my lane. His blinker was not on until I was next to him, and he had no idea that I was next to him. And I accelerated and laid on my horn, and he swerved back over and overcompensated and got into the other lane. It's like, what is going on? The number of people I've seen now who get on the on ramp on the interstate and do 25 miles an hour and come to a complete stop at the end, and they don't have blue hair. They do not have old people smell. They are not geriatric. It's middle-aged people and younger who decide to come to a complete stop at the bottom of the internet. I don't know what's happened to people. It's like after COVID, people were locked up so much they forgot how to drive. And I I was talking to my wife about this, and, and she started saying, no, no, it's not just you. And then my daughter was talking about the crazy people she's seen. And then other friends of mine have been talking about it's like people forgot how to drive. They forgot how to be happy. They forgot how to take care of themselves. They forgot basic life skills. And it's just something fundamental has happened in the last three years since we went into lockdowns. I don't know psychologically what it is. But it's like people lost themselves, and there certainly is a spiritual problem, and so many people are trying to find political solutions to spiritual problems on the left and the right these days, which I think to some degree has to do with, with why Trump is so dominant still. People are trying to find a political savior to rescue him from a spiritual problem. But all this stuff, the driving, the, the, the lifestyle, this is, it's just bizarre stuff that's happened since COVID, and I don't know what it is, but I know something happened